Hello and welcome to Jeff Harvey's Philippines Podcast. Please subscribe and please share. Hello all and welcome to podcast number one, recorded 24th of May 2022. I'm not sure what date it will be broadcast, but not too much later. Firstly, who am I? Jeff Harvey. I'm an Australian registered migration agent and my migration agent registration number is 09059797 and I'm the principal migration agent with Down Under Visa. I'm also resident and a permanent resident of the Philippines since 2010, so yes, that's 12 years now. Now, I'm married to my lovely Filipino wife, Mila, and we made the decision way back to relocate permanently to the Philippines and to make a go of it. Now, we have a house full of kids, all informally adopted from relatives who are struggling to afford to raise them, so it's a house with a lot of noise and a lot of fun. Never a dull moment. Now, why the Philippines? Why leave behind Aussie life for what many would see as a poor choice? Well, two main things. Firstly, business. Outlook, we manage uh, visa applications for uh, Australian Filipino couples and their families. So that means partner visas, fiancé visas, which are also known as prospective marriage visas, child visas, uh, parent visas, citizenship by descent applications, pure biological children, uh, also tourist visas, which uh, we do that for Australian Filipino couples and also for family members visiting. And what that means is we don't do work visas, we don't do student visas. Now we've chosen to specialise, and our calling basically is to help Australian Filipino couples like ourselves because. We do believe in marriage and we have been there ourselves. We've been through the visa process, so we can empathise. Personal reasons too, which once upon a time meant our daughter we felt would do better back here, and she has. She's nearly 25, by the way, and she's our office manager now, so, yeah, she's doing rather well. (laughs) Uh, I'm actually waiting on my my second grandchild this year, so, uh, yeah, doing very well. Uh, honestly, I love the people here. That's uh, a big part of it. There's a kindness and there's less of an overthinking way of looking at the world, which is it's very easy to live with. It's a, a little less sort of stressful and uh, you know, head case stuffy. I think you know what I mean. Um, so what's been happening with the Harveys? Well, they're busy at. Business has been booming since the start of the year especially with the borders opening in both Australia and the Philippines. The cloud of COVID has most definitely lost its sting, and Australian-Filipino couples who are desperately waiting to get together, often for the first time, oh, some of these poor folk, uh, you, know, you, may, you may well be amongst them, uh, yeah, might have met in 2019, and goodness me, all that time just, uh, you know, met online, I mean, uh, and all this time waiting to get together. So, yeah, often for the first time, all couples who've been otherwise kept apart, um, well, these couples are getting together. They are doing so, done so, will continue to do so, because hope is restored and life is, well, 99% back to normal. Uh, So this keeps us very busy. Now, we also have two more kids 
living us with us since uh, the last few weeks. And that's been a breath of fresh air on the house. More noise, more fun, more scrambling for my attention, which I absolutely love. The dinner table is a noisy place with lots of childish humour, which is my style of humour. So basically I refuse to become a boring grown-up. So, uh, yeah, life is good. Now, we took a trip to La Union for the first time. Spelt, spelt Aussie La Union. <laughs> La Union, it's called here. For the first time. Well, uh, for me, it's my first time. Uh, last weekend. How we decided we need to let the pressure off and get away a bit this year, especially now that there are no more checkpoints on the road and quarantine passes, etc. needed. Now, La Union is five plus hours north of Manila on the west coast. That's the Ilocos Norte region. It's known for its regions and table grapes and uh, dried fish, as I discovered. Um, horrible stuff. <laughs> it's also an hour and a half away from Baguio, which is known for its elevation and cooler weather. So that meant a few days in a nice resort with kids going from the pool to the beach, to the pool, to the beach, over and over. Uh, everyone getting nice and brown and sleeping like logs from exhaustion. Now, Baguio. Uh, yeah, we decided we'd go and visit Baguio, seeing it was only an hour and a half away. We thought we thought that would be nice. <laughs> uh, look, the drive there was absolutely fabulous. It's uh, I couldn't tell you what the elevation is. It's probably a thousand plus metres above sea level. Now, the views are absolutely spectacular, but honestly... That is where it ends. Now, we thought we'd find a nice restaurant and have lunch, but after driving in buggy or traffic for an hour, we realised, well, A, there were no nice restaurants, just a lot of shabby old buildings, and B, there was nowhere to park anyway. Literally, there was nowhere to park. It, it, was, just, uh, it was just ridiculous, so we just left. Um, so that's my thoughts on buggy Others may disagree. Uh, I think the weekend is probably worse, but I still... I don't know, it's just the way the place is. It's The roads are very narrow. I don't believe you could park anywhere during the week anyway, so... A lot of taxis there, so I assume a lot of people just get around by taxi, but we were driving. Anyway, we enjoyed our break. Uh, back to work. Tried to sort out some internet problems this morning as PLDT died last night. More fun in the Philippines, as they as they say. Um, yeah, there were many very, very pleasant things here, but there are also frustrations. Losing internet is one of them. Occasionally losing power is another. But again, that's life. You take the rough with the smooth. Uh, again, why do we stay? Okay, I'll give you an example. Now, those who know a bit of Manila will know what I'm talking about here, but those who don't, I'll explain as best as I can. Now, Manila itself has nightmare traffic. Uh, trying to drive from the south of Manila, which is where we live, to the north of Manila via regular roads. Look, I started to think how many hours that would take. It would be ridiculous. Uh, fortunately, there is the South Luzon Expressway, known as the SLEX, S-L-E-X, SLEX, which bypasses all of that. And it joins the Skyway at Alabang, which is an elevated expressway, that's why they call it the Skyway. Now, the Skyway used to end in Makati, but now it's extended all through Quezon City um, and all the way to the north side of Manila. In fact, it now joins the NLEX, 
which is the North Luzon Expressway, which we were able to t- able to take and until we all the way until we turned off for La Union, many many miles away. Well, we managed to miss the exit to the Enlax and found ourselves in traffic going who knows where. We made a minor traffic violation of some sort and were pulled over by a traffic enforcer. Look, it's a bit like a cop, but just for traffic control. So, chap on a motorbike in this particular case. So, what happened? Now, the driver... uh, No, I don't drive here, by the way. I haven't actually driven a car in more than 12 years. So, yeah, he pulled us over and and we explained that we were lost. And note, this is basically a traffic cop in a crowded city that we were talking to. Just get a mental picture of that. Ah, no problems. Follow me, he said. So we had a police escort to the start of the Inlex. He was stopping traffic to let us through. We gave him a wave and off we went. Uh, And that was it. Now, honestly, unless you were in a small country town, would this happen in Australia? Ah, not likely. No, he was just being nice, because like most people here, he had compassion and was happy to help someone out simply because he could. Uh, have I seen similar things over the years here? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, many years ago when we when we arrived here, um, arrived at Terminal 2 uh, Airport in Manila. Um, now, we were... We were Coming off the plane, loaded down with hand luggage. Um, guard was walking up the stairs, and he saw us loaded down with hand luggage. Uh, he just took it upon himself to carry our bags down to the stairs and all the way to immigration. Just tipped his hat, and off he went. Again, just being nice. He saw an opportunity to help. He helped. Then he was on his way. Um, so to those who are sceptical, it's not all always about somebody sticking their hand out and Expecting a handout or a bribe. Um, this was a guard in Manila Airport. They don't take bribes or handouts. He was just being nice. Uh, another time, I was appearing in court for an adoption hearing. Now, the attorney went and told the judge that I have a bad back, which I do have a bad back, and uh, standing for a long time isn't easy. Um, the judge sent the court staff out to the car park. I am not kidding here. Uh, they sat in our car with the aircon on, took my statement, swore, swore me in, did all, of, did all of that, you know, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, etc. Took my statement, said thanks very much, and off they went. Uh, again, I tried this out in Australia. Uh, yes, I'm an Aussie, and I spent 45 years of my life there, but Aussies are just not as kind as this. Um, one more thing I guess I, I can and probably should add. Um, I think most people are uh, aware of... The, the days when uh, President Ferdinand Marcos, the first one, I won't get into that, um, when he was ousted from office. Now, uh, he had, he sent the troops out. There was a protest on EDSA. Well, I don't know, couldn't, don't tell me, don't ask me to tell you what EDSA stands for, but it's a whopping big highway that goes from um, Manila Bay all the way to Quezon City, and... Uh, Loaded with protesters, people wanting Marcos out. Now, he sent the troops, he sent tanks, he sent armed soldiers, as in armed with bullets, not rubber bullets, uh, and they were told to clear the crowds by whatever means necessary. They were told that if they needed to 
open fire and shoot people uh, that they would do they could do this now it didn't happen now they were greeted with ordinary Filipino people peacefully in fact right in the front I've, I've seen photos of this it's fabulous uh, there were nuns praying the rosary um, in front of these soldiers now Again, they might be soldiers, they might be trained to go out and shoot people, but they're ordinary people. Uh, they have families, they have mothers. Um, these boys would have been standing there thinking, how would I face my mother, uh, you know, if she says, how was your day, if I said, I shot a nun. Um, they couldn't live with themselves. They, most of them changed sides. At this point, Marcos was lost because the army abandoned him. Um, because they wouldn't do a horrible thing. They wouldn't open fire on ordinary people and they would not open fire on praying nuns. Um, again, this is the Philippines. There was a deep compassion and kindness in people here. Um, yes, I'm winging this, as you probably guessed. Um, yeah, so anyway, this is our home. We, we, we love it here and we don't have any plans of leaving soon so okay look, i hope you've enjoyed that i'm going to try to do these as regularly as possible uh some of what i will talk about i'll i'll talk about a bit of visa stuff a bit of immigration stuff as things become um as things uh, become necessary as well as just life in the philippines stuff for those who uh, visit here or those who are planning on on moving here um because I certainly have got a lot of years of experience and a lot I can tell you. So hope you'd enjoyed. I hope you subscribe and I hope you share this with anybody of interest. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.